Here's what Callie says is coming up on today's show. One, somebody that we met apparently uh, five years ago, uh, who we had no idea was even close to being famous, is about to be world famous. And we got our picture taken with him. So that, and she has the current prices of houses from your favorite movies from the 90s and 2000s and TV shows from the 90s and 2000s and is going to play Where Would It Cost You More to Live? In this house or this house? All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Friday, January 3rd. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for Ellie's ability to come into the studio, pull a chair up to to the desk where our equipment is, climb up on the desk, crawl over to the equipment, turn up the right sliders, the correct sliders, and then play only her own clips. She doesn't know where anything else is on there, but she knows how to play her own laugh, her own, you got it, dude, her own, love you, mama, good night, and it's fantastic. I have been other places in the house twice this week and heard her playing her own voice. Yeah. And I gotta be honest with you, I know how to press the sound buttons. I don't know how to do the volume or the sliders like she knows how to do. Like my two-year-old knows how to do more podcast recording on the physical board than I do. That'd actually actually be funny is to put you both at the bottom of the stairs. Senior market set go, run up, time you. Run upstairs, play three clips of Ellie, turn the equipment back off and come back downstairs. Oh, she would win for sure. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful that my best friend Chrissy lives so close. I was feeling like, well, you know, I've been trying to get my steps in, but it was really rainy and it was kind of like the gross rain. I almost feel like heavy rain is fine, but it's like the mist, you know? And I was like, you you shouldn't experience mist unless you're at Niagara Falls. Right. And I was going to see if Chrissy was going to her gym so I could use like a guest pass. Uh, Cause I looked at day passes online. They're like 50 bucks. I thought people pay like $50 a month for a gym. Oh, for no. one day. No, no, no. Not at the fancy gym. OK, well, yeah. So I was going to piggyback on her and she's like, why don't you just come over here? I have a treadmill. I was like, oh, perfect. So, um, yeah, if it wasn't raining, I could have walked to her house and then done the treadmill. I think we have. Don't we have a um, Planet Fitness right near us? I don't know, but the Planet Fitness colors stress me out so bad. I can't even look. The purple just makes me, it's like one of those colors that my eyes just does, they don't like it. Yeah. So I couldn't work out there because all of their equipment, they're very about their brand and all of their equipment is purple and there's lots of yellow and it is like two colors that are just not in my eyes. But you know, I could tell you half a mile away that we're coming up on a Planet Fitness and I don't know that I've ever been in one in my entire life. I Their marketing budget must be outrageous. Why aren't they podcast sponsors? I don't know. Maybe Probably because I'm talking about their horrible <laughs> How colors. How much you hate their colors? Change your colors to white and gray and I'll be a member. But nobody will be able to find it then. That's true. That's true. I mean, think about it. If you're traveling 
and you have a membership to, to Planet Fitness, there's no question whether or not there's a Planet Fitness near the hotel you're staying. Zero. And they sponsor New Year's Eve, which is where uh, I think I've, I, I first realized. The, the, How much money they had? Well, the great prices that they offer because the, it was, you know, your first month, only a dollar or something. But then it was only it's only like 100 bucks a month or something. Anyways. Uh, but I'm like, how do you, it just seems weird. It's one of those companies that spend so much money. And I'm like, how do you have that much money? I don't know anybody that it's a Planet Fitness member. I know oh, people that are don't? like, no, I know I people that are other like, um, chain gyms, but I've never met anyone that is a Planet, Fit Planet Fitness member. That's funny because I think of all the people that I know that have gym memberships that I know have or had gym memberships, the majority of them were Planet Fitness members. That's funny. Because I think just because it's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, are they open 24 hours? No, I don't think they are anymore, but I think they had a shtick where they're, cause yeah. I feel like before COVID 24 hour gyms were like, you know, for people. And I was like, that's so cool. Cause that's someplace I could work out because yeah. I get up so early. That's like the only place I could go. Sure. Then I was thinking like, if there's no one else there, it's kind of creepy. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be working out in a gym by myself in the middle of the night, but there has to be somebody there in a, I don't think so. I think they just give you a code. I mean, I'm sure there's cameras, but. Oh yeah. That'd weird me out. It's so weird. I'd be weirded out that I got, I would get my finger stuck in some piece of equipment or something. And then and, you're a goner. And I would just, well, I don't think I'd be a goner. I think I would just be there with my finger stuck. Yeah. It's, it's six. But you would pass out because that would stress you out. And then yeah. you would hit your head and then you'd be then a, goner. a goner. All right. Well, so anyways, Callie's grateful for not dying at Planet Fitness. Yeah. Okay. So there's two things that I wanted to tell everybody that I am so excited about. One of them I'm is. A, I'm an eight. Thank you for asking. Oh, sorry. How are you? One to 10. Eight. How are you? I am an eight. I Good. am. I actually haven't had that great of a week, but I still feel like an eight. So. I think I could, I could be out of bounds here by saying this, but uh, I can, def I definitely would say that the, the hormone adjustment to the hormones that you're taking it happened quicker than I expected. You can call me crazy this week. It's fine. I I did not say you were crazy. Emotional. You just you were just intense. You were just intense about things that deserve some intensity, but not the level of intensity. And I was quite weepy this week. And I think and I was not expecting it. I thought it would kind of be like a slow ramp up. Mm hmm. Because Callie started doing the injections Monday. Sunday. Right? Sunday. Mm -hmm. So. By, by, was it Wednesday? Yeah. Pretty much all was, Wednesday I was crying. Like all day. At some point on Wednesday, there was a, a little meltdown and Callie was very, and I'm a fixer. So I'm like, what can I do? And, and you're like, just let me be sad. I was like, you need to let, I was like, you need to create a space that's safe for me to be sad. That's what I need you to do. And so I, you figure it out. So I, so I go downstairs and I'm hanging out with Ellie, giving Callie the space that she needed. And then Ellie, just for no reason, gets that little bottom quiver lip. And I'm like, Ellie, what's wrong? Are you sad? And she goes, yeah. And I said, do you need a hug? And she goes, no. And I go, why are you sad? What happened? Did you get hurt? Did you drop something? Did you lose something? Why are you sad? And she goes, 
I don't know. And I thought to myself, oh, Lord, this is what hell is like. Oh, my gosh. Upstairs You're going to get torn apart for that. downstairs, I got women who don't know why they're sad. Please. That sounds, save you know what me. those two things have in common? You. <laughs> You're the common denominator. Maybe you should think about that. People are railing, or people are going to rail on you for that. That's fine. Rail away. Uh, they, as long as they think I'm joking. Think you're joking? Yeah, as long as they mm -hmm. think I'm joking, then mm -hmm. yeah. maybe I am, maybe I'm not, but as long as people think they, <laughs> that I am. Does anybody want a new roommate? His name is Jeff Dollar. This is the stuff that I used He's to do. He's good at buying snacks. When, when I was on the bird show, the, like it was my job just to agitate, just to say things <laughs> like like that. That was my role. Like, I can't believe he said that. And it's there were some times where I would try to say things that were so outlandish and so bizarre and just so like that people didn't know if it, you were joking or not. No, in my head, I was, I would say, let's see, I'm going to say something that 100% <laughs> of the people are going to know that I'm joking. It would be the equivalent of the conversation we just had. Yeah. But one, if I was totally serious and two, if I said, I think that women who are taking medicines that affect their hormones, I think they should live in hotels. Yeah. And we're totally serious about it. And without fail, somebody would call up 100% of my side. And it would always start with, I'm so glad you said that because I've been saying that for years. <laughs> been saying that for years. My wife went through hormone therapy. Uh, let's see. We're, she's 52 now. She did this when she was in her late 20s. And it was awful for me. She should have gone and stayed in a Motel 6. <laughs> Totally serious. <laughs> it's kind of the best. Okay. The two things I was so excited about. One is we do like a photo Christmas card every year. And in 2017, we took a picture with these llamas. Like we had two llamas in, in the picture. Um, and they were so cute. Jeff found them. We were out in Albuquerque visiting my family. It was, 20, then, it was 2016, wasn't it? No, because 2016 we had the picture, our wedding picture. Oh, Okay. And, uh, we, so we go and one of them's name is Dalai Lama, which is like so cute. And they were sweet. The rescue llamas, whatever. I am preparing for the show today and I see the following news story. New Mexico llama may be the oldest in captivity. An Albuquerque llama is attempting to be recognized for a Guinness world record. I was like, oh my gosh, llama Albuquerque. Maybe we met that one, but there's no way. There are lots of llamas in Albuquerque. Then it continues. Dalai Lama turned 27 on Friday. And I'm like, I know him. Um, so he is. Is it a her? No, it's da a he. Oh. Dalai Lama is a he. Um, so he celebrated his birthday last week. And, you know, he had his best friend at his birthday. His best friend is a Nigerian dwarf goat named Gelato. And he's trying to beat a world record now. And Guinness World Records is going to come out and see if they can verify the info. And then he would be the oldest. Well, how are they going to verify the info? It's not like he's got an up-to-date driver's I they, license. <laughs> I think they just. Yeah, uh, cut him in half and count the rings. I guess you're just, I don't know. Do you have like 
I don't even know how you would tell that because he's a rescue llama. So who knows where he came from, right? The current record is held by a llama in Washington. His name is Rapper and he's 26 years old. So anyways, I just thought that was really neat. I saw that I was jumping up and down with joy. I think we met Gelato too, the Nigerian dwarf goat. Yep. I think so. Um, anyway, so we have a picture with someone that's about <laughs> we to have, be famous. We, we we have a picture of the Guinness World Record holder. Possibly. About to be, maybe, yeah. hopefully. Okay. I'll go to Washington and kill that other llama. <laughs> Just so we can have, so we have show bragging. off our picture so with Dalai Lama. Rights. I mean, how hard can it be? Just a loud noise. Jeff and I met Dalai Lama. Got a weak heart. Yeah. I don't even know what to say about that. Number two is I included this in the pick me up because I think it is a great example of how the universe puts you exactly where you need to be. And there was a guy in Florida. He was in line to buy a lottery ticket. Somebody cuts in front of him, which, you know, all of us would be like, uh, excuse me, whatever. Especially if you're like super superstitious about things, you know, like, no, 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 no. That was my, supposed to be my ticket, whatever. The guy goes on with his life, buys a lottery ticket, whatever, one million dollar winner. I would, and someone cut cut in front of him, and that is just proof that the minor life annoyances sometimes the universe is protecting you. Yeah, that's I love the, that story. That's the the story of the Chinese farmer, and it's from inst- earlier this week. Yes, and it's instant karma for the person who cut him. Yeah, somebody cut in front of your line. Is that? Uh, uh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. That's no big deal. Could be good. Could be bad. Yeah, and if the guy had gone behind him, you yeah. know, like gotten in line where he should have been, that guy would have won the million. Would have won the million dollars. Yeah. I mean, I just think that's so cool. And I read that and I was like, good for him. How awesome. And like, you know, somebody may cut you off in traffic. Guess what? That person may have saved you from a car accident or I don't know. Oh. You're you're where you're supposed to be for a reason, even if it annoys you in the moment. I had I said what I said. T T Bird sent me money. T-Bird lives in South Carolina. She lives in Charleston, South Carolina now. But she wanted to get Callie Georgia scratch-off lottery tickets as a birthday present. So she sent me a message, sent me a text, and said, will you go to the store and get Callie $50 worth of scratch-off tickets? I'll Venmo you the money. Said no problem. So Ellie and I are at the store, and we bought the tickets, and I put the money in, you know, the the scratch off ticket vending machine. Mm-hmm. And Ellie saw me push the first button to dispense the first ticket and thought it was the neatest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. So I let her pick all the rest of the tickets. So the bottom, she could only reach the bottom two or three rows. So I think the bottom row is all like one and $2 options. Middle row is all three. Then I think there's $5. And mm-hmm. I think maybe she could reach a, five, a $10 one. I don't know. But she, she bought a whole bunch of, she thought it was the greatest thing in the world. I took a video of it. I sent it to T-Bird and I saved it to show Callie. And then I had the thought, if the, what if one of these scratch off tickets is worth a million dollars or aren't some of them you can win $10,000 a month for the rest of your life or mm-hmm. something like that? What if it's a big giant winner and Somebody from the lottery police looks at the videotape and sees that, that, it was a, it. that it was a two-year-old involved in the transaction and and then says, sorry, we're not going to pay you. Th- th- these are illegal. I actually had that thought. That's how you know 
That's how you know you go through life as an overthinker. You sound a lot like me, the rule follower. Yeah. But I would never have let Ellie push the buttons. Why? Because I would have been like, that's against the rules. You had to be 18. I didn't even think about the rules until. Mm, yeah. the You're the overthinker. I'm the rule follower. That's funny. Okay. We have a game today okay. and I'm very excited about it. Okay. We have a game called which house would be more expensive in today's market. And these are all shows, hit shows. Okay. Some from the 90s, some from the early 2000s. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, people on TV always live in the in in houses that we totally buy into the fact that it's possible that a couple of roommates in New York City could live in that apartment, but there's no way. Oh my god. Well, yeah, no. And they like kind of explain it cuz they were like, "Oh, it's your grandmother's rent-controlled apartment." That thing was huge. Oh, they did. They explained it? Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Hmm. Mm -hmm. That, you know that's in New York City if you get a rent-controlled apartment. That's the lot. Do they still do rent-controlled yes. apartments? Yes. I wonder if anybody has a rent-controlled apartment from like the 50s, 60s, yes. and they're like not moving, and their yes. rent's like $500 a month. Yes. It's yes. amazing. Amazing. Those, yes. I wish we had rent control. Remember back when my college apartment, I remember I was we paying. Do have, we do have rent control. <laughs> this rent is out of control. <laughs> Okay, here are your first two choices. Which of these is more expensive now? Which home is worth more now? Is it? I thought you were gonna do the audio clues. Well, do you wanna do the audio clues or do you want me at the end to do which one won? No, I think I think we, we do the audio clues. Okay, um, here is. Oh, I've added a step to Cali. You have, and now I'm like, it's throwing me off. I don't do production. You just set me up and let me alone, and there was no, I'm like, out here to dry. Okay, people, hold still with me. Okay, which house? You want me to go get wake Ellie up from yeah, a nap? Get her to wake, do it. Please wake Ellie up. Ellie up. Okay, which house is more expensive? What? You know what these are? You put them together. Is this Home Alone? Yeah, oh, Home okay. Alone, or. Do you remember this one? Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Frasier. Frasier, yep. Which one do you think is more? Okay, Frasier, uh, Seattle. Yeah, Home I'll Alone. read you about them. So Home Alone, Chicago. Home Al Frasier was in a was in a building. Frasier was in Seattle. It's a three-bedroom apartment. Um, and remember, it was like really modern yeah. and whatever. And then Home Alone Everybody knows the Home Alone house, right? And it's a sh in a Chicago suburb. It is six bedrooms, five bathrooms. I am going to say that it would be Frazier's house in Seattle only because apparently, and I've seen this on Nextdoor, there's a burglary gang roaming around that Chicago neighborhood. They stuff stuff in your drains mm -hmm. after they rob your house. They're called... The Moist Bandits. All right. Here is the one that is most expensive <laughs> at $3.5 million. I hope that's a band name. Really? The Home Alone House is worth an estimated $3.5 million now, and the Frasier House would cost about $1.5 million today. Hmm. All right. Are you ready for round two? Um, Did you hear my joke about the Moist Bandits? Yeah, that, and that, I... I that should be a band. Yeah, I ignored you. Or a cupcake store. So that's the only really acceptable time to use the word moist. 
By the way, Callie wanted a boxed cake, just a plain yellow cake with chocolate frosting, chocolate mm-hmm. icing, mm-hmm. whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. You know you can't buy a boxed cake that doesn't have the word moist on it. Oh, really? Yeah. I looked. Interesting. Hate that word. All right. Here is a round two. Which one is more valuable today? The price of it is more valuable today. Here's number one. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. What show is this? I'd like to take a minute just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. There you go. All right, that is number one, the Fresh Fresh Prince of Bel-Air house. It is a five-bedroom, five-bathroom mansion. Okay, that or Monica's apartment from Friends. Oh, Fresh Prince. Monica's apartment's rent-controlled. It was her grandmother's. Okay, but you didn't know that until five seconds ago. Um, But the winner is... The Fresh Prince of Bel Air House uh, would set you back $9 million today. The Friends Apartment for Monica, care to venture a guess, it is in Manhattan's Greenwich Village neighborhood. And to buy it, I mean, it's millions, right? It's got to be millions. $2 million. Yeah. It's pretty big. I thought it would actually be less than that. Or I'm sorry, more than that. $2 million seems low. Yeah. No, nah, I don't know. Seems about right to me because it's not like updated. I can't wrap my head around the the cost of real estate in L.A. with all the celebrities and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like somebody just sold a house. Ellen DeGeneres or somebody just sold a house. Or no, maybe Britney Spears. But it's six, like 60 million. I can't six, even. zero, the, comma, yeah. zero, zero, zero. The, even if I had a gazillion dollars. Is buying a house for sixty million? I, I don't if think I, I had would, a house worth sixty million dollars. It better have everything in that house, so I don't ever have to leave. I, I, I it better ha- come with a helicopter pad, so I can heliport my friends in because I ain't leaving. Yeah, it's sixty million dollars. It better be for me. It better be floating on the ocean, and it should take me to Caribbean islands and little European rich person hotspots where George Clooney hangs Like out. it would be like a um, yacht. A yacht. It yeah. would come with its own yacht. No, it would be a yacht. Oh. Okay. $60 million, it needs to be mobile. Got it. Okay. And here is your last round. I don't know if you're going to know this theme song for this one, but we'll see. Oh, that's The Holiday, the movie. How do you know that? I haven't even started. Oh, you listened to these before. <laughs> Okay. Is this the movie where Cameron Diaz so good. Yes. switches houses with Jude Law or somebody? Switches houses with Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Yeah. And it's just oh, so good. Um, okay. So. Wait, I thought it was a guy and a girl who switched houses. No. Two women. Two women? Mm-hmm. Who Is are Jude Law? fed up with their men. And Cameron Diaz falls in love. With Jude Law. With Jude Law. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, spoiler alert. So the house in the holiday, a two-bedroom cottage um, in England versus Carrie Bradshaw's apartment. Ooh. It is a New York City brownstone. Now here is the catch with this one. We're not talking about the whole brownstone. We're talking about the apartment she lived in in the brownstone. Two different things. Uh, to me... That English countryside cabin is, I mean, that place is great. 
the way that, that to me in my heart is worth more. But I think on paper, the holiday, huh? $2.45 million is what that would be worth. Damn. Carrie's house from Sex and the City would be $700,000. Um, now, I looked this up because I'm like, there is no way that man had an apartment would sell for $700,000. Like, it would be way more than that. Um, the actual brownstone, like where she sits on the stoop and stuff yeah. like that, that whole thing is $13 million. But okay. Carrie's apartment. Like there's like a dozen apartments in there mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. Got so it. also, um, there's a woman, I can't remember the Instagram account off of the top of my head, but there's a woman who lives or owns in the house from the holiday, the little cottage, and yeah. she's renovated the whole thing. It is so beautiful. It's yeah. tiny, but it's beautiful. And I'll try to remember what it is, but she has a great Instagram account where she shows like the renovation of it. Can you Airbnb it? That'd be great. I don't know, but that would be great. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Do you know the best way to catch a fish? Just have somebody throw it to you. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff, 800-434-5454. Money can't buy happiness, but not worrying about your money comes pretty close. That's where Chime can help you smile more. They were just named the number one most loved banking app. With payday up to two days early and fee-free overdrafts up to $200, they offer financial peace of mind in your wallet. All of this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. See for yourself why Chime is so loved at chime.com slash upside. That's chime.com slash upside. C-H-I-M-E dot com slash upside. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank and a member's FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on pair. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. See chime.com slash spot me. Chime was the 2021 number one most downloaded banking app in the U.S. according to Aptopia. Before we get into our three random things, a quick reminder, Valentine's Day, now less than two weeks away, and you need to get on it. And who doesn't, if you know somebody in your life who's important to you, who has a pet, who doesn't want a gift with their pet's face on it? Oh my gosh, best gift ever. We have a ton of Perky Prince stuff. Ellie has a little tote bag with Sadie and Lily's faces on it. And we have everything. I mean, we have Christmas ornaments you can get your friend or, you know, romantic partner or whoever you're getting a gift for this Valentine's Day, uh, get their pet on any product you want. All right. So go to perkyprints.com. And then when you check out, use the code upside, you can save 10%. Now on to three random things. Going to stick with the Valentine's Day theme, but courtesy of Lifehacker, some suggestions if you don't have love in your heart. Okay. Aww. So if you find yourself. Jeff, do you have love in your heart? Mm, depends on the day um, and how your shots are hitting you. Um, <laughs> here's some things that you can do. If you are recently heartbroken 
Or if somebody from your past just just you can't get them out of your soul, you can uh, call the Bronx Zoo and name a roach for fifteen dollars, yes. a Madagascar hissing cockroach, uh, after your ex. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think actually would be a great gift if somebody recently broke up, a girlfriend of yours, whatever, just recently broke yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, name a cockroach after. And I think it doesn't say this in the article, but I think that cockroaches are actually raised for food. Like I think they're given to, to birds an, another animal or something. Or something. Yes. Yeah. So they actually get eaten. Yeah. Uh, um, you could take some friends to one of those rage rooms or axe throwing. Ooh, that's a good one. Rage yep. room. Yep. Uh, there's a Danish filmmaker uh, named Lars von Trier or Trier. Uh, and he is known as the creator of the bleakest movies ever made. Oh, my god! So if you just want to indulge in some feel-bad films like Antichrist or Melancholia, then... That sounds horrible. Yeah. Uh, what you does can, your son do for a living? Oh, he makes the most depressing movies of all time. He makes miserable movies. He makes miserable movies. Uh, you can also just uh, power through the 14th, knowing that on the 15th, all the chocolate and candy is going to be half or more off mm-hmm. at, at the stores. And here's a tip. That stuff actually gets marked down the night of. So go to the store. It's like Halloween. Yeah. Uh, And those are some of your options. Thanks to Lifehacker. Here is your second random thing for today. And this I am struggling with. They are bringing Matlock back. I thought, is he dead? Yes, he is. That is the question that I hoped you were asking. They're doing a spin on Matlock, but they are calling it Matlock. But they're not trying to like, the one thing they are doing that I appreciate is they're not trying to like bring another guy that's supposed to be like the same guy and then reinventing the character. They are bringing in Kathy Bates, who I actually love, who's going to play Madeline Matlock and she joins a law firm. So she is going to be somehow, I guess, related um, to Ben Matlock um, and take on his legacy, which I don't know. I feel like that is if you're touching that, you got to have a certain level of cocky because that is one of the best shows of all time. You love you some Andy Griffith. I love Andy Griffith because my dad loved Andy Griffith. We used to watch him all the time when I was a kid, whether it was like Matlock or the Andy Griffith show, my dad grew up on it and he loves it. So yeah. Uh, I wish I knew that. I did it again. I just said, so yeah. So yeah. Here is. We should have um, Stop That Bingo where we write down things that irritate us about ourselves on the show. And then we give the bingo card to the upside community. We can't do that because I promise you that there are people who never noticed that you went and so, yeah, but now that you've said it, it's the only thing they can hear. Yeah, I know. You know how when you're listening to a song mm-hmm. and then somebody points out that there's a sample in that song, mm-hmm. then every time you hear that song, it's the only thing right. you hear. Same, same thing. All right, here's your third random thing. Uh, a six-year-old in Michigan was playing on his dad's phone. And this is important, Callie, for you and I to pay attention to because Ellie currently likes the cameras on our phones. And if, if they're unattended, she knows how to open the camera from the lock screen and take a bunch of random pictures, usually of feet or of us at really unflattering angles. Um, this kid knew how to unlock the phone and he spent $1,000 buying pizza, ice cream, and shrimp from multiple restaurants. My kind of kid. Yeah. 
So when the food started being delivered, his dad realized what was happening and tried to stop it, but he couldn't because every order was in. Uh, Luckily, at some point, his bank declined a $400 pizza and beer order. So that's when the spending spending spree stopped. Um, But the neighbors enjoyed it because after the food arrived, dad just went door to door and said, hey, does anybody want any food? Here's our options. Oh, my goodness. Those are your three random things. We like to end your week with a beautiful human alert to highlight someone doing something beautiful in the world. And this one, I don't know if I can get through it without crying. There's a 10-year-old named Nate. He has sickle cell anemia, and he lost both of his legs and one of his arms. And his family was um, putting him into foster care because they couldn't afford to oh God, no. take, I know to take care of him and, and everything that comes along with having a child with disabilities, which is heartbreaking in his, in his, you know, in itself. And his reading teacher was asking questions about, okay, what does this mean for him? What kind of foster family is he being placed into? Started asking that they're like, Oh, well, the, here's a foster family. They live an hour away from the school. So he'll be commuting and all this stuff. And she was like, that is absolutely unacceptable. I want to be his foster mom. Uh-oh. And so she had a boyfriend at the time. So her and her boyfriend petitioned to be his foster parent. Uh, they got married, they legally adopted him. And now he has a baby sister who is his best friend. Love and it. he has like the family of his dreams now. And I just think that was really cool. Um, that this teacher connected with his child so much and was like, no, this is my kid. Um, so Jenna, I think it's Riccio, Riccio. Jenna Riccio, you are this week's Upside Beautiful Human. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I think there should be a rule that if you can prove that someone's birthday falls in the weeks before Valentine's Day and you want to buy them flowers for their birthday, you shouldn't have to pay the Valentine's Day premiums. I totally agree with you. I think this is a genius idea. Jeff went to buy me flowers at our local flower shop um, this week and their Valentine's, what I would call like surge pricing started February 1st. My birthday is February 2nd. So he went to Publix instead and got me some beautiful flowers. Uh, not Publix. Trader Joe's. you go to Trader Joe's? Joe's? Yeah, you didn't know that? Uh-uh. Oh yeah, I went, the reason I, I bought flowers at, at Trader Joe's is because we had Callie and Ellie went to Trader Joe's a few weeks ago. Ellie wanted to get a little bunch of flowers. So we did. They lasted for weeks. I mean, weeks. And in the time that those flowers were in our house, Callie went to a one of her friend's wedding-related events, and they let her take home the centerpieces. So this is like expensive florist arranged nice flowers. The Trader Joe's flowers lasted three times as long, easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got three bunches of Trader Joe's flowers that Callie was able to mush into one big giant bouquet for 30 bucks. Yeah, Trader Joe's has great flowers. Do you know who else has great flowers? Costco. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I got two thoughts about today's episode. One, Callie, I, I was older in my 50s 
and someone came and asked me if I was pregnant and I was shocked. And I said, well, thank you for thinking I'm young enough to get pregnant. And then with the guy who has his own parking spot in the cemetery, I made a backstory for him. He got his start. How he made his money was that one time he was a valet uh, driver at a restaurant. So just two thoughts. Y'all have a great day and happy birthday. Hey, guys. Um, I was leaving a voicemail and then it cut off uh, like four seconds in. So I don't know. You got that, but ignore that one, I guess. But anyways, I was calling about the millennials and how inflation has impacted home buying. And I obviously 90%, I'm part of that 90%, but I will tell you, I do not know a single person in our friend group or couple that has bought a home without the assistance of their parents. Um, For example, like one of our friends, his dad is a loan officer, so he was able to secure excellent rates and he knows people who know people. And then one of my friends, her parents just gave them a huge amount of cash for a down payment, um, which they're paying back, but it took that pressure off. Um, my other friend, her dad's in the military, so she was able to get special financing. Um, so yeah, we've not purchased a home yet. And again, this is quite a few people that we know that nobody's bought a house outright on their own. And for all of you millennials that have, you are awesome. All right. Renting's not that bad, though. There's no maintenance. That's what I love about it. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Lauren. Callie, Jeff, you have to watch Stranger Things. It is so, so good. I'm not into Dungeons and Dragons. Like, I don't know anything about it. I'm not into any of the sci-fi stuff. But it really is so good. Like, I love it. I liked Ozark, all that. Stranger Things, so good. Like, I think you'll like it. Okay, bye. Hey, happy birthday, Callie. Um, I'm listening to the show, and Jeff is talking about um, the joy in your face when you, when Ellie does something uh, that she's not prompted to do, or she told you that she loved you. And then Jeff talks about how crazy and insane the last couple of years have been and you know um and as a a parent of of kids that are to college and now we're empty nesters I am here to tell you that life is crazy and hectic every day don't wait for anything until things come down just be there be present and enjoy it and do leave the house to be a mess and lay on the couch with Ellie. Um, uh, never mind, I'm rambling. Bye. This is your morning reminder that you're too high maintenance to go to prison. And also, you don't look good in orange. Some people get out early for good behavior, but let's be honest, that's not going to be you. So be nice to people today.